you know, my Eagles team total in the first half over like I've been doing so often. And I, I did Kansas City team total over in the first half as well. So those both hit. I had A.J. Brown and Kelsey's over receiving yards, which was 78.5 Kelsey, 72.5 Brown. And I had the Eagles over 3.5 team total first quarter. And I did get a small play on Kansas City live uh, at plus uh, 4.5. Okay, good. So uh, you made some back. Uh, no, no big deal. That's great. Um, you've been doing well in college basketball, too. And uh, I want to talk big picture first before we get into some games for tonight. We've talked about Miami. In fact, Ben uh, said yesterday he thinks Miami's the best team in the ACC. I think he made some good arguments there. You think Miami could be a good value pick to win the whole daggone thing? Yeah, I 100% agree uh, with with Ben on that. I, I think they're the best team in the ACC. They've got 50 to one odds. They've got a good chunk of that nucleus that made an elite eight run last year, and they added Nigel Pack, a, a veteran scorer um, out of the portal from K State. Um, they've got a couple other transfers. I love Larinaga, and you know if they get to the elite eight, then we're we're locked in to make a profit because at that point we can, you know. Uh, heads take the other team they're playing and take the other team they're playing's odds to win it all and uh we'll, we'll we can figure out a way where we'll definitely make a profit with a 50 to 1 number uh, also that i think is maybe worth a look and i'm talking small plays here but uh providence at 100 to 1 if they were to make it to the sweet 16 which they did last year we could you know with a 100 to 1 number we could hedge to make a profit and then there's yukon at 30 to 1 I thought they were the best team in the country November and December. Then they went into a five-week funk. Uh, but I thought they looked like their November-December form last week at home when they obliterated Marquette, who was, came in there on fire. Uh, and then they had a three-point loss at Creighton. No shame in that. But, I mean, I think there's the, you know, the potential for UConn to return to its early season form. And I think 30-1 to 1 is a, not a bad number to grab them at. Fantastic stuff. I totally agree about UConn, too. Uh, they seem to have found it after several weeks of wandering around in the wilderness a little bit. All right, let's go to some plays on the numbers tonight. Uh, let's start with Iowa-Ohio State. Ohio State has been dreadful against the number, and even in spots where you would think, gosh, surely they'll cover that, they, they've they just been losing every single night, and they're only getting seven against Iowa, a team that can score at home. Yeah, and I was really good at home, 12-2 and two straight up, 11-3 and three against the spread. They've won six straight at home, going 5-1 and one ATS. Their, their only non-cover just came by a half point when they won by two as a two-and-a-half-point favorite in Illinois. Uh, but they've three of the wins have been by 16, 11, and 14 recently against quality teams, um, Rutgers being one, Northwestern being another, and Ohio State, is one in eleven, both straight up and against the spread, in its last twelve games since January fifth. The only win at home, ninety three seventy seven, uh, actually over Iowa. Um, so Iowa's got the revenge angle here, and I think Holtman is a goner, and uh, I think Ohio State is quit on him pretty much. So they lost by twenty one at home to Sparty, which isn't that gr- a good t- that great this year. Not Izzo. Uh, level great. So I, I like the Hawkeyes tonight. Visiting with Brian Edwards, Vegas senior handicapper at Vegas B. Edwards on Twitter, giving us winners as he does each and every Thursday. The Battle of St. Francis. You're not picking a side here, but you do have a play on the total. Give us the rationale for that. Well, when I was tailing those Merrimack unders earlier in the year, I had two of them against St. Francis. The Merrimack unders 
is a, a thing of the past. The, the over's on a nice run for them. But I started back in a couple of these St. Francis, Brooklyn unders. They I don't know why they tip off on Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern, but they tip off in seven minutes. I like it under 136. The under's on a 14-4 and four run for the Terriers to improve to 18-6 and six overall. And one of their overs, one of their six overs, was last Thursday when it was 112 combined in regulation, but it went to overtime. It barely went over 123 with a 126-point uh, total for the game. But uh, it starts in seven minutes. I like under 137. See, and you're not getting that anywhere else because these two teams are absolute trash. So uh, you're not going to get that St. Francis play anywhere else and hear from uh, from Brian That's Edwards. Right. All right. Uh, Gonzaga's been – they've had a hard time uh, when, you, when they're laying big numbers – an eight-point spread against Loyola Marymount, and you like the underdog here. Yeah, so Loyola Marymount went to Spokane, ended Gonzaga's uh, 75-game home winning streak <clears throat> Excuse me, earlier in the year, and LMU has been a machine at a home this year, 11-2 and two straight up, 10-2 and two ATS. On the flip side, Gonzaga only 1-6 against the spread in seven road games. And Loyola Marymount, uh, their last 12 is an underdog. They're 8-3-1 ATS with seven outright wins. And their star, Cam Shelton, has scored 31-36 and 36 in the last two games. He had 27 at Gonzaga, including the go-ahead bucket with 14 seconds left. And Shelton in the last eight games is averaging 26 points per game. Not against the player prop for Shelton to go over 23.5 points uh, as well. But the main play, Loyola plus 8.5. I'm not against them plus 315 on the money line either for just, you know, some small change. The main, you know, play being the the, uh, Loyola Marymount plus 8.5. Yeah, I'm telling you, uh, Gonzaga defensively has really fallen off a cliff this year. Their percentages are not good, and uh, I think Loyola can take advantage. I love that pick, Brian. Uh, One more tonight. Uh, you've got Maryland getting a point and a half against uh, the best team in the Big Ten, the Purdue Boilermakers. Tell us why. Yeah, just like Iowa and just like Loyola Marymount, Maryland has been terrific at home all year. 13-1 and straight up, 10-4 and against the spread. Only outright loss was to UCLA. That was way back on December 14th. Uh, they've won five of their last six, uh, regardless of the venue. When they played Purdue on January 22nd, they only lost by three. They easily covered as nine-point dogs. And similar to Gonzaga on the road, Purdue has not been good on the road, at least for our purposes, two, five, and one against the spread in eight road games. I'll take Maryland. All right, and then finally, uh, looking ahead a little bit, Pittsburgh and Virginia Tech, this is a Saturday game. The Hokies, I mean, they really stubbed their toe last night against Georgia Tech, but you've got some interesting numbers here on Pitt for the people. Yeah, so they're going to be an underdog on Saturday. Pitt is 9-0 and against the spread on the road this year, and they're also 9-0 and against the spread in their last nine games as an underdog. So uh, Pitt, I don't know how many they're going to be getting on Saturday, but the role of road underdog has been very, very good to them, so they're probably going to be worth a look. I would say as long as they're getting at least four, uh, I'll probably be on pit. Now, Vatek is good at home, so that's why I think they'll be getting at least four, and I'll probably be on the Panthers. Very good stuff. Love it, Brian. Check him out, VegasInsider.com, senior handicapper. Also check him out, BrianEdwardsSports.com, MajorWager.com, and as always, at VegasBEdwards on Twitter. 
Thanks very much, Brian. Good stuff. Uh, appreciate all the good advice. Best of luck with these picks, and we'll talk again next week. Thanks, fellas. Y'all have a great weekend. All right. Thanks, you too. That's Brian Edwards, our Vegas guru. Uh, ben, I trust him implicitly, and yeah. so I, I am I am throwing this up there. Uh, give me – you know what? Give me 40 bucks oh, on Iowa minus 7 – they're going to blow out Ohio State. Ohio State can't cover. Uh, they they just can't, especially away from home, but even at home. Uh, and I agree with them. I think I like Chris Holman, but I think this team has kind of quit on him. So give me 40 bucks on the uh, Hawkeyes tonight. That's a pick. That's a pick. That's a pick. You did not play anything last night, correct? I did not. I'm yeah. still scarred by New Mexico losing outright to Wyoming when they should have won by 25. But that's... That's neither here nor there. I, I did go in big on Clemson last night and won that one. Uh, Alabama-Tennessee was a great game. I had that on in the corner. Uh, I, I felt like Tennessee was going to win the game, but it was a lot of points. I, I you know, I, I kind of envisioned a uh, like a, a last possession type game, and Tennessee kind of held them off at you know around the seven to ten point mark. Well, more of like seven for most of that second half. Uh, big win for Tennessee last night over Alabama, who was ranked number one. Uh, Georgia, I had I took Georgia Tech plus 7.5 over Virginia Tech. They were an underdog at home. Virginia Tech's not look good on the road. Uh, and, and I just thought that was too many points. Georgia Tech won that one outright. And then Virginia-Louisville, I, I don't really know why I felt like that was going to go over 127.5. It ended up at like 120. Um, Louisville has been able to score some, and it's a game we need to talk. We'll probably talk more about tomorrow, Quark, uh, as that's Clemson's next opponent. But Louisville wins that game minus a about a two minute stretch at the end of the first half where they let Virginia go on a 12 0 run. Louisville record still abysmal, but they're showing signs of life. Oh, for sure. I, you know that that is a bit of a tricky spot for Clemson this weekend, and um, I, I do think we should get into that a little bit more tomorrow because I, I saw some really good things from Louisville last night against Virginia. They didn't win, but they they showed me something uh, in a game that I thought they'd kind of get pummeled in. All right, hour two is done. Hour three. Terrence Oglesby is going to talk hoops with us next. WCCP FM one hundred five point five, Clemson, Greenville, Anderson. WAHT AM fifteen sixty, Cowpens ninety seven point five, Spartanburg. We are the Roar. What's under your home can get into your home. A sealed crawl space keeps out moisture, mold, and pests. Candy Foundation Specialist is your local trusted expert in crawl space sealing. Call us today for your free estimate. Candy can fix it. Call the local experts for a free estimate. Call Candy Foundation Specialist at 864-403-5263 and ask about transferable warranties and available financing. That's 864-403-5263 or online at cantycanfixit.com. Rely on the pros in EnviroMulch for all your outdoor needs. They have an assortment of mulch, riverstone, dirt, sand, gravel, straw, and much more. Choose EnviroMulch. Make your yard look amazing during the colder months ahead. Order at EnviroMulchOnline.com. Go Tigers! 
Okay, listen closely. A water furnace geothermal system can save up to 70% on your heating and cooling costs. Will last twice as long on average than ordinary heat pumps. You get the same tax credits as solar and Blue Ridge Electric Co-op members get an additional cash rebate. What are you waiting for? It doesn't take an engineer to understand geothermal is the best and least expensive way to heat and cool your home. It's like putting money in the bank. Learn more at ClemsonGeo.com. It's bow time. A leg and thigh dinner from Bojangles for just $5.99. It's a deal so good it's worth repeating. So eat and repeat while it lasts. It's bow time. This is Coach Dabo Sweeney. I remember how great it was to turn 21. But remember, just because you're 21 or over doesn't mean you can buy alcohol for anyone underage. 